This is Lisa Welsh, and you're listening to Microgreens for growers and consumers. I hope you guys are having a great day. I thought I'd talk to you guys today, uh, just for a few minutes, kind of about some of the things that we need to talk about. I know, you don't really want to talk about the things, you just want to goof around with me. I know, that's kind of what I like too, but sometimes, y'all, we gotta get serious. So here's a question for you. Answer yourself honestly. No one can see you right now. You are completely... Well, I mean, somebody could see you, depending on how you're listening to this podcast. If they can see you, well, you should stick your tongue out at all of them and tell them to stop staring at you. Um, But if you have a moment to just reflect, think to yourself about your business, if you're growing microgreens. Think about, do you know everything there is to know about sales? Do you have the perfect marketing campaign? What about you've never missed an order? You've never grown anything and it's failed? I bet not. I bet we all have issues. So, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm a black thumb. Yep, I am. I'll tell you that every episode if I need to. Basically, I kill crap. I mean, often. I mean, yeah, like every time I try. Well, right now, so far, I'm successfully, literally, just successfully, put together some Dutch buckets, which means all I had to do was put some buckets together and put some water hoses in there and then just let the plant do what the plant does. I don't actually have to do anything other than turn on water occasionally. Or actually, I won't have to do that much longer because my husband was going to automate it for me. Because, you know, why do I want to have to remember to water something every day? So we all have our struggles, right? But um, it's hard. It's hard. I have talked to think five growers in the last two months who are shutting down you know why they're shutting down it's not because it's because of the strangest reasons it's not because they tried and they failed it's because they tried it and they weren't good in an area and they couldn't get any support and that sucks I mean I'm lucky that I get to do this business with my husband and he's a green thumb and I'm a black thumb but even if he wasn't around I've had other growers uh, contact me who are excellent growers and they just want to grow they don't want to sell they don't want to deal with that they don't want to deal with people they just want to sell the product or I mean grow the product and so I have to ask myself I'm willing to bet you that there's more of you out there oh it's like the twilight zone Ooh, you're out there I know it some of you are excellent at marketing production sales you can sell anything all day but maybe the growing is too monotonous, takes so much time, because there's only 24 hours in a day. And I kid you not, when I have talked to about 75 growers, they all work about 16 hours a day. Um, so this illusion that you only have to work, you know, a few hours a day, here or there, I mean, it depends on what you do, and it depends on what kind of business you're trying to build. Um, and that comes with your intentionality. Like, if you want to go ahead and take over selling to, I don't know, every airline in the country, not that airlines serve food anymore, but if they did, um, then you'd have lofty goals and you'd be trying to do something, at least more lofty than I do. I have no desire to do, um, to do that at all. I have my own desires, but basically my desires are rooted in the fact that my son is going off to college or about to graduate in a few weeks here and I'm just excited to be part of that and honestly the only reason um, why I did some of the things I did was because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't having a brick and mortar job when he graduated 
Because for years now, I have made other people very rich. Because they would have companies or they would do things and they would get themselves in situations. And I was put into sales and uh, some form of selling one way or another since I was 18. So I've been doing it my whole life. So I'm decent at it. I wouldn't say I'm like the best in the world because I'm definitely not. But I definitely know how to do certain things. And my husband and I have even noticed that even if you're good at selling, some people are good at the initial sale, but they're not good at maintaining the relationship with the customer. You know, it comes down to getting your customer huge, right? You got to get your customer to become a customer. And then you have to you have to create and sustain that customer because guess what? 15 new microgreen farmers are pulling up and they're going to all try to get your customer away from you. But you need to make sure that you have this relationship with your customer that makes it mm, so they don't really have a desire to leave because your service is impeccable, your product is the best, whatever it may be. We all have to have our thing. So you're really asking a lot of yourself. I mean, let's just be honest. You're asking a lot. Can you really do all those things to the best of your ability better than everyone else? Hmm. That's a little trying of a question. I'm not going to answer that one. What I'm going to say, though, is I think it's okay to need help. And I think it's okay to say, man, I cannot get this cilantro to grow at all. Dude, it took me like seven months to figure it out, by the way. Um, so if you can't figure out cilantro, you're not alone. Take a, a thing and beat it. Um, that's what I always tell people. Just beat it up and it'll work. I actually did that with nasturtium the other day because I was like, man, I wish I could get my nasturtium to grow better. Again, I don't do most of the growing, but occasionally my husband will be busy and I get to throw the seeds into the trays and I'm excited. Um, but I I threw them in the tray and I, I want to think, yeah, I did. I, I hit them. <laughs> I know that doesn't sound nice, but mother nature is not nice to seeds anyway, just so we're clear. Um, and I swear my nasturtium tray is like double the output of normal. Now, I'm not saying that that's how you're supposed to do it because I have no clue. Don't ever listen to me on growing directions unless I'm literally telling you what I've heard from other people who are experts. But that is not an expert. That's like Elisa just did something and something happened kind of thing, which is always cool um, when we get those. We always appreciate what we get. But anyhow, back to the point. We're not perfect at everything. and We're not great at everything. So there are other growers that I know who have reached out and said, hey, I just want to grow. Can you help me? And I'm like, how do I help you? How do I make it so that you can grow and do what you love and be part of something that you want to be part of? Not necessarily for a monetary reason, or maybe it is to make a few dollars. But maybe the reason is more um, more purpose-driven than that. Maybe their mission is to get, like for us, it's to change the way the world eats vegetables. Because I really think it sucks that people die of cancer at really young ages for no reason. And I know that obviously their cancer exists for a reason. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying there are things that we could be doing. And basically what I just heard the other day was on the American Cancer Association's website. It even says that 85% of cancers are caused because of the food we eat. Duh. Are we going to stop listening to people tell us to eat corn and put down the dang cheeseburger? And the fries. And I'm like the worst culprit there is. If you really want to know my secret, I'm like a junk food addict. I don't mean to be, but man, I think giving up to the sugar sometimes is the hardest thing. And I've done it before, but I'm just not at this stage right now. And hopefully I will be in a few weeks because 
Honestly, I'm about sick of it. But I also know when my life can't handle any more stress. So if I'm in a stressful situation, I usually don't try to change anything else. And when you start a business, as y'all all probably know, it is stressful. I went and um, and I've just I've had some eye-opening experiences the last few weeks. So I think if you need help, if you need, I, and I got people who have farms and serious setups that are like gorgeous and beautiful and they just want to hire someone who wants to take part in the profit and you know make a salary plus some kind of commission base or some kind of thing where they work out where they get to own part of the farm to just run their farms because they have everything set up but maybe can't do it or I mean there's just a lot and I have people who I know who want to have a microgreen business but don't have the startup cash so you guys, there's options out there, and I got growers all day who can grow certain crops, and I still think there's something with that. I don't know exactly what, but maybe you can grow cilantro, and I can, so hey, every week, you're going to have a standing order with me. I'm going to sell them to you at like, you know, farmer farmer prices, because let's be realistic, we're trying to help each other out. So some to you at farmer farmer prices, and um... And help you so you don't have to worry about your cilantro. So you never have to worry about whether or not that product will be good. Because I grow beautifully every time. Oh, and that ain't me, by the way. Don't come to me for your cilantro. Um, but do come to me. Um, if you need help or you want me to connect you with somebody. Because honestly, I laugh. Sometimes I post things on, on the... I have a Facebook group for Florida growers only. And I post things in there. And nobody responds. I'm like, man, this is a waste of my time. It's truly a waste of my time, but I feel like it's at least a place where they can go and look and find out information about every microgreen farmer that existed and was in business before COVID hit needs to apply for CFAP. No questions asked. You need to apply. Whether you think you're going to get it or not, I don't really care. You need to apply because there are farmers who are who are just not applying for it because they didn't know about it. Well, if you know about it, you need to apply. So anyhow... But I feel like it's a good reference source. But in the last three days, I found out that maybe they're not commenting because y'all still on the stigma that somebody's going to know something about your farm and your competitor's going to, like, do whatever. Man, I've been to so many competitors' farms, it's ridiculous. And ain't nobody doing anything. And competitors have been to my farm. Ain't nobody done nothing. Ain't, like, run off with my recipe for making sunflower shoots. Come on, you guys. Nothing we do is really that secretive. I mean, little extra... Things that we do in our in our service, probably, or in the way we grow. Somebody else has probably done it. We're not rewriting any books here. Um, so keep that in mind and continue to work together. But what I was going to say was I was astounded at, even though you guys don't comment or they don't comment on my um, Facebook page, that they're, you know, relating or whatever. Man, does my... Whatever that messenger thing is. Oh, yeah, messenger. My messenger's going off all the time. Because you guys are communicating. I've heard about people going out to dinners together. People hanging out. People creating their own little little, little hubs um, in different parts of the state. That's awesome. Why not? Um, I feel like I can talk to all the growers that are around me locally. I've helped get them whatever they needed most of the time. If they need something, I get it. Um... But I really feel like if you were to take your competitors and not necessarily make them your allies, but realize that 
a lot of times you guys are focused on different customers. Who wants to pay the big money? Who's got the operations that can sustain, you know, going after the the, the major, major customers? And if you guys think that it's going to continue to be as easy as it is, it's probably not. I mean, the reality is with the farm bill and some of the AI and all that stuff that's coming out, it's going to get harder because currently a lot of restaurants aren't asking you for anything because you don't need anything to grow. I expect that to change. Expect that to change because it's always changed in the past. So, you know, expect history to continue to do what history does, which is repeat. Um, so the um, Microgreen Association is almost ready to go. Um, we got some big states and some big names um, who are going to be part of it, which is kind of cool. Um, a little intimidating, I suppose, if you're trying to be, you know, the most put together state because, you know, that's my like OCD side of me. Like, oh, it's got to be perfect before we do it. It's probably not going to be perfect. I'm probably just going to get something together so we can start figuring out how we're going to do this because we need to be proactively thinking about standards and register and how we're going to do things before the state decides that that they're going to do that because I already have some IFAS people and some people from the state who are willing to work with us ahead of time. So I think we stand a chance of getting basically ahead of everything so that we are taking care of Florida because y'all, I've even got stickers made. California needs to stop feeding Florida. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, you really need to learn the industry. But if you do, well, not that I have anything against them. I really don't. But I think that Florida has the capability of feeding Florida. And I think it's important for us to know that. And I think it's important for the local community to realize that we are more powerful than people think as far as, like, where we're located or, or what we can do or what we can't do. Every state has something that they're great at growing. Every country, there's um, amazing potential everywhere we look. So keep that in mind when you feel frustrated and just know that you can grow something wherever you are in the world. You can grow something. And just that something of some kind of food is enough to let you know that you have some kind of control over what you consume. We don't always have to eat what they tell us to eat. We can choose to eat differently. And we can choose to eat differently because we can choose to what we grow. And we can grow what we eat. So anyhow... Just a quick little message basically saying, if you need help, you should reach out and ask. Don't let pride be the thing that stopped you. You started a business and then you just had to walk away because you had too much pride to ask for help. Dude, in the words of Rachel and Dave Hollis, don't be dumb. Yep, I used to like Rachel and Dave Hollis. I thought they were kind of fun. But then, it wasn't that I cared about them getting divorced. It was just kind of like a thing like, I don't really want to give up. Uh, marriage advice, if I'm about to get divorced. That just rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. Um, so you'll never hear me really giving out, again, certain advice because it's not my place. I'm not an expert. I can tell you my experience. I can tell you my strengths. I can tell you my weaknesses and maybe what my hopes or intentions are. But that's about it. I can't tell you if you do this or that, you're going to have these results. I can tell you what results I've seen. Oh, and the other thing, you guys, what do people want to buy? They don't really care about your product. Like, let's keep it real. Half time, you got to educate them anyway. What are they interested in? What is the one way that you can make sure that you maintain customers? This is a free thing for everybody because 
Why not? So people care about what your story is. Why do you do what you do? What is it that drives you? What is it that they can get behind? What is it they can support? Or how does it benefit them? I mean, people are, generally speaking, selfish and self-centered. Like, half the time, if people meet me and they're like, Oh, I thought you didn't like me. I thought you were talking, you know, you, you just seem so whatever. Dude, I am so wrapped up in my own world, I probably didn't even notice. Um, and that's, unfortunately, my reality. It's not most people's, I don't think. When my husband says... It, it definitely isn't, but he says it's definitely mine. Um, just because I have a lot going on. So I don't do that, and I'm not the only one. I guarantee you half of you are not necessarily concerned with the next person. Because if you are, then you have to have your own standards, your own strength to stand on. You don't have time to worry about what other people are doing or not doing. Because you're busy with yourself and what you could be doing or not doing. So anyhow, have a great day. Go sell some microgreens, go call a customer, go follow up on something, go try something new. If you really don't want to do that and you're struggling or you can't grow anything, just call me, send me a message, tell me where you are and how I can help you. And not that I'm personally going to come because, again, i got a black thumb, but maybe I might know some people who are willing to help other growers who need help. So keep that in mind. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye.